what we're going to talk about this morning is, uh, is Jesus being the head of, of the table and being the head of our lives. So I'm going to have Carl read some scripture, and then we're going to go from there. So, cool? All righty. This is found in Luke chapter 14, starting at verse 7. When Jesus noticed that all who had come to the dinner were trying to sit in seats of honor near the head of the table, he gave them this advice. When you are invited to a wedding feast, don't sit in the seat of honor. What if someone who is more distinguished than you has already been invited? The host will come and say, give this person your seat. Then you will be embarrassed and you will have to take whatever seat is left at the foot of the table. Instead, take the lowest place at the foot of the table. Then when your host sees you, he will come and say, friend, we have a better place for you. Then you will be honored in front of all the other guests. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then he, you want me to read till what? 22. 22, okay. Then he turned to the host. When you put on a luncheon or a banquet, he said, don't invite your friends, brothers, relatives, and rich neighbors, for they will invite you back, and that would be your only reward. Instead, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Then at the resurrection of, righteous, of the righteous, God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay. Thank you, Carl. So, um, so it's funny because um, I don't know if anybody watches. I, I enjoy watching WWE wrestling. So, so um, and yeah, it's you know it's fake, you know, but it's good entertainment. What, what, whatever. So, um, I enjoy watching it. So, um, they have a guy. His name is his name is uh, Roman Reigns. And um, and he keeps he 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 uh they have him doing this thing where he where he keeps saying I'm the head of the table I'm the tribal chief, so as he was saying that, like the Lord started speaking to me about about Jesus being the head of, of the table and like being the head of like our hearts, and I'm like I'm like this is pretty interesting, you know because. Because Jesus was, you know, the high priest. You know, he was the king of kings and lord of lords. And it was just funny how the Lord kind of used what he was saying and spoke to me about something, you know, that he wanted to say. And so um, Jesus being the head of, you know, the head of the table. And, and I, then I started thinking about what happens. You know, we just had Christmas. We had Thanksgiving. You know, we all you know, we all come and eat together at the table. But usually there's, there's a parent or a father figure or somebody that basically is, you know, the one that sits at the head of the table. And basically, you know, they are the authority of the house, you know. And that's what Jesus is. Like, like he is the authority over us. And... um but I just started thinking about what takes place at that dinner table. You know, there's, there's conversations that start to take place. 
there's community that takes place. You take a meal and you sit together and you spend time together. It's not like, okay, I just come in, you know, eat my meal and rush out the door. You know, we sit together at that table and you spend time with your family members. You know, and you think about Jesus, Jesus' family was, was the disciples. You know, his family was, was people that, that, you know, they told Jesus basically, you know, what are you doing, you know, eating with a sinner? You know, why, why are you even sitting with them? You know, and, and Jesus, and Jesus that's, that's who he was. That's what he did. He would go and eat with the, 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 the low, the poor, you know, all those people. He would, you know, he didn't think he was better than anybody else, even though he was the king of kings and lord of lords, and he was the high priest. You know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't think better of himself. You know, he just did what he saw his father do. You know, he did the things that, he, that, that, the, that his father told him to do, you know. And in that scripture, I thought it was interesting um, how that, you know, it said, don't invite your brothers, don't invite, you know, but invite the poor, you know, invite, invite, you know, the, the, the low, you know, and that's what, you know, Jesus came for, you know, the people that were sick, the people that were hurt, you know, he came for those people, you know, but he also came for people that, that, you know, need him, like, because sometimes we think because I'm not broken, I'm not hurt, I'm not, you know, nothing's wrong with me, that I don't need Jesus, but we still need Jesus, regardless if we're we're hurt or not hurt. We need we we need Jesus Christ, and um, you know, and so many times we think we don't we don't need to call on Jesus until 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 something's going wrong, and that's not true. You know, we need to be calling on Jesus every single day, regardless of something wrong is going on or not wrong is going on. And you just think about those, those having you know sitting at t- the table, you know with one another, and you sit there, and you start to have conversations that you, that, you, that you normally don't get to have until Thanksgiving and Christmas comes around, and it's like, it's like I don't get to meet with certain family members until those, until those holidays come around. I don't see them all year until, until those two holidays come around, and when we sit together, then I'm able to share Jesus Christ. You know, I'm able to let people, you know, see my light shine, and that's what we're supposed to do because I'm sure we all have family members in here that we sit with that are not serving, not, that are not serving the Lord, you know. Um, and, and, you know, but the Lord said for us to be, you know, the light and to be the salt of the earth, you know, be the light in the dark. And that doesn't mean you've got to cram and beat people over the head with the Bible. So, because so many times we think we have to do that. But, um, but later down in that scripture, I, I wanted to share this. I'm, I'm kind of going to share. I'm kind of going to be all over the place, so just, just bear with me. So. Um, so, so later down in that scripture, it, talk, it talked about um, people that, that basically Jesus told them to come sit at the table, and they made every excuse that, that they could come up with not to, you know, not to come and sit at the table. One was like, you know, I got to go tend to my animals. One's like, I got to go attend to my family members, you know, this, that, and the other. And what happens is sometimes, you know, I, I was looking at that as I was reading that, and you all can read later down, down in that same chapter, um, 
how we sometimes make excuses not to come to church. You know, and, and I'm not trying to be harsh, but, but sometimes it's easy to make an excuse not to show up in the house of the Lord. You know, it can be just simple, ah, well, my day is going crappy, I, you know, or, um, you know, I, I got to take care of, you know, my, my family member. I got to, you know, I got to go to the store, before, you know, all, all kinds of things come up, you know, and, and, it's, and it's funny because it's easy to make an excuse not to, not to come to, to the house of the Lord, and, 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 you know, and the Lord basically doesn't want us, you know, um, you know, not in the house of God. He wants us here, you know. Um, I feel like this year, like, like God is, is, is drawing the church to be together, and we have to stop making excuses why we're not here in this house, when we're not in his house, and why we're not sitting, you know, at his table, because this is his table. This church right, right here is, this is his table, and he wants us to be sitting at his table so we can receive what he has, because if we're not sitting at the table, guess what? We can't receive that meal. If we're not sitting at that table on Thanksgiving and Christmas, Guess what? We're not going to get we're not going to get that meal. We're not going to get to sit and fellowship and talk with our, our our family members and our brothers and 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 all those things. We're not going to get to do that if we don't if we don't show up to that meal. And and it's the same thing for church. It's like if we don't show up to church, we're not going to get to to sit with our our family and our friends and 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 with the Lord and and hang out, you know, because it's more than just coming to church and and hearing somebody get up here and preach a word. There's more there's so much more than, than that, you know, because, because, you know, God wants us to have fun, you know, and, I, and I've talked about that a lot of times, but God did not, you know, my God, you know, how I receive him personally, he is not a boring God, I'm going to let you know, he's got, a, he's got a good adventure every, every day, and, you know, he is not boring, you know, he is, he is exciting, he is amazing, he is fun, and he 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 does he is not boring, you know, um, and you know, but but you know, I just felt like the Lord wanted me to share about us, you know, sitting at His table and eating and eating from eating from Him, because that's that's what He wants. He wants us to receive what He has. What what does He have? What kind of meal does the Lord have? The the meal that the Lord has is freedom. The meal that the Lord has is joy. The meal that the Lord has is peace. The meal that the Lord has is righteousness. You know, the meal that the Lord has is, is, is baptism. The, the meal that the Lord has is us coming together and fellowshipping together. That's his meal, that he feeds us all the time. You know, his word is just not a book. That's a meal. He wants us to eat that meal every day. You know, I'm going to be honest, I went through a period of probably about six months. I was reading the Word, and I was getting nothing from it, getting nothing from it. And because there's different ways to eat. We can eat a full meal. We can eat a little snack. We can, you know, we can eat, you know, uh, you know we can just have a little, a little meal. Or we can have a great big meal and have a great big old feast, you know. And um, so um, about six months ago, I was reading the Bible, and I was getting nothing. 
And I mean, I was getting nothing from it, nothing out of it. So I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to sit this down. And he said, that's okay. And, um, but there was other ways I was, I was eating with him, which was, I was, which was in prayer and in worship, you know? So they were little meals because the word of God is a full meal. And um, about a month ago, the Lord said, it's time, to, it's time to begin to eat the full meal again. And I picked up my word, and he's like, I want you to start reading from the beginning of the New Testament. And it was like when I started reading, it was like everything was coming alive again. Like, and, and it's been like that ever since I've been reading, like, like right where I'm at now is in the book of Luke. And I've been eating that word because it's easy just to read through the word and read the book. But there's a difference when you sit down and you eat that word because there may be a scripture that you get stuck in for, for, for six months and that's completely okay because sometimes that's the way the Lord speaks to us. And, you know, so, so that's, you know, what he's been doing to me. He's been having me eat that word every day, every day. And I'll read, I'll read a chapter and I might get stuck on two verses and can't, and can't get through it. But I've been reading every day, every single day and eating that word. Like it's like, it's, you know, a full course meal. And that's what he wants us to do. I feel like this season that we're sitting in, that God has so many good things for us that if we don't sit down and spend time because, because, you know, we got fast food and then we have where we can just sit down and we can take our time and we can eat us a steak and some potatoes and, you know, and some green beans and, you know, all that stuff. Or we can just go get a, get a, get a, get a, you know, a cheeseburger from McDonald's, you know, and, but, you know, we can eat one of them probably about in a minute, two minutes, you know, you know, I'm just saying so, but, but he wants us to eat slow sometimes. He wants us to take our time with him and sit and spend time with him and not be in a hurry because sometimes we get so much in a hurry that we miss what God has, you know, um, and I, I, I've had, I, I've been there and I've been, there's been times where I've been in a hurry and I missed what the Lord was trying to say and speak to me. And he said, you got to slow down. You got to slow down. And I'm like, okay, you know, I said, well, what do you mean by that? And what he's been doing is taking me, I'm just sharing what he's been doing with me. So um, what he's been doing with me is every day when I, um, sometime in the daytime, I take, it could be when I'm walking, like I make sure every day that I spend time with the Lord, every day, you know, and the Lord said, I want a half hour of your time, me and you, just me and you. And, you know, in that time of doing that, I've seen the Lord show me so many cool things and do so many cool things that it's, that it's, you know, because when we sit with him, his presence will land on us and we, we will be able to minister to people a lot better instead of being in a hurry and, and running 100 miles an hour 
And, and God uses that too. I'm not, I'm not saying that he don't. But sometimes he uses it better when, we, when, when we've took that time out to spend with him and sit with him and to minister to people. Um, and, you know, and it's not just in the church. You know, I really feel like we're in a season and in a time where God is feeding us to feed others because he wants us to feed other people. He wants us to give the gospel to other people. And I really feel like in this time and in this season, he's calling the church to come out of the walls, to come out of the four walls. You know, and, it, and he has made us come out of the walls. You know, and, and I think it's a, an awesome thing. You know, I think it's a great thing. You know, um, and, you know, and it's like, I just continue seeing God do awesome things you know, in the midst of all this stuff that we're going in, going through. It's like we, we need to look through Jesus's eyes and quit looking through our own eyes because, because we get so focused on the negative things, but we got, we got to look at the good things that the Lord is doing in the midst of this hard time. I'm not saying it's not a hard time, but where's our focus? Is it on, is it on what's going around on, around us, or is it on Jesus? Because if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, he's going to give us the peace to get through situations of life, you know, and, um, and he's going to take care of us physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, because that's what he does. That's who he is. You know, that's why he was the head of the table. You know, nobody else was the head of that table. Jesus was the head of that table because he wanted to take care of people. He wanted to take care of people, you know, and that's, and, that's, and that's what his heart's always been about is taking care of people and loving people and give them, giving them the truth. You know, sometimes we got to hear, hear the truth. Sometimes we don't like the truth, you know, and, and uh, you know, so, but um, two other things I'm going to share with you, and I'm, and I'm basically pretty much going to be done. So, um, so the last two or three weeks, the Lord's given me two words during, during, during worship time. And he's given me um, Holy Spirit breakout and, and breakthrough. And I thought, well, oh, this is just going to be a, a one-week thing. And the Lord said, no. He said, you're going you're gonna to pray this over people a lot within the next year. So... I was asking the Lord yesterday, I said, Lord, you gave me the word breakthrough about a month ago. He said, he said the word breakthrough wasn't for the end of the year. He said the word breakthrough is for the year that's coming up. And he said, he said, he said, there's going to be major breakthroughs for people in, in 2021. And uh, and he didn't give me Pacifics. He just told me that there's going to be major breakthroughs that we're, that we're going to see in, in 2021. And, and, and I said, okay, Lord. And, and, you know, he just, and he just keeps telling me to pray that over people, to pray breakthrough over people, to pray the Spirit will break out over people, because that's what Jesus wants to do. He, want, he, he does not want to see people sad, upset, mad, and angry. 
He wants to see people thriving. He wants to see people moving, going, doing. You know, that's what, that's what Jesus wants to see. You know, and I believe he's, you know, going to do that. You know, um, and I just want to share this. And then um, uh, basically um, the things that I want to see the Lord do, like in my lifetime, I want to I want to see him see him do and be a part of. Is I want to see people walk that have never walked. I'm, I I've been praying for a little girl that I know that I'm friends with for eight years now, and I'm believing for a miracle because I want to see that little girl walk. You know and and. And I've been praying and praying and praying, and I'm not going to stop praying till I see something happen. And that's what I was telling the little girl's grandmother a couple, about a week or so ago. You know, I said, I won't stop praying for something until I see it happen. You know, um, and, and, and I'm sure, you know, Linda and Rusty will be okay with me sharing this. So they had me praying for Cody. And... And it was funny because I started praying and it was like what happened was, and I've had this happen before where the Lord will allow that person to come more than just somebody I'm praying for. He will allow them basically to come like, like, like a friend or a family member to me. And that's what I felt like, like Cody was. And the Lord said, and this, you know, this is when he started, you're going you're gonna to start praying for things until you see them happen. And I was praying for him and praying for him and praying for him, and the Lord has done a great thing with that kid, and, um, you know, so sometimes we have to pray until we see stuff happen. You know, we have to have a faith to stand on God's word that's true, you know. That's what I'm doing for my eyesight. I'm standing on God and believing God for an absolute miracle in my life, because I'm going to keep praying until I see something happen, you know, and, and that's what we got to do sometimes. We got to keep praying until we see stuff happen. You know, we, we got to have faith, you know. And, and that's, you know, and it took me a long time to get to that point where I would pray for myself for that to happen because I was okay praying for other people. I was fine with that. But praying for myself was like, whatever, I don't, I don't care, whatever happens, kind of ordeal. And the Lord said, no, you can't, you can't, you can't be like that. He said, you got to pray like you would pray for anybody else. I said, okay, Lord, you know, and, um, you know, so that's, you know, I want to see miracles. I want to see people healed. I want to see people saved. I want to see people delivered. I want to see people set free because that is the kingdom of God, you know, and when you're seeing that stuff happen, guess what? You're going to have absolute fun, you know, um, you know, so, 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 you know, you know, I, I just, you know, that's what I want to see, you know, and there, you know, our God is an exciting God. He's not a boring God. He's not, he's not just, you know, up, you know, the scriptures are for yesterday. They're for right now where we're living today, you know, and he wants us to sit at his table and he wants us to sit at his feet and he wants us to eat from his, from his living water and his living word. And he wants us to eat all the time. And then, you know, after we're done eating, he wants us to get up and go walk around 
and give it out because he, doesn't, he didn't call for us to keep, keep it to ourselves. He said, give it away. He said, the things I give you, you give away. And that's, you know, and that's what he always taught me. You know, nobody ever told me that. He said, the things I give you, you give away. He said, and I said, Lord, I said, well, what if I give them away and there's not, there, there's not enough? The Lord said, there will always be enough. He said, I'll always give you enough to give out. And that's, that goes for any, everybody in this, in, this, in this place right now, sitting under the sound of my voice. The Lord will, the, the things the Lord gives you, give out, because he'll give it back. Sometimes even more. Sometimes, you know, double of what, he, what, what you've given out. And, uh, you know, and he basically, that's what he wants to do. He is calling us to sit at his table and to eat and to go give it out, you know. And, and he, want, he wants to be the head of our hearts. He wants to be the head of our lives. He wants to be the head of our homes, you know. Um, he wants to be head of everything because, because, because without him, we are nothing, nothing, you know. We are nothing, you know. We don't have Jesus, you know. I'm going to share this, and then I am going to be done. Um, so, you know, I hear so many people say, because I'm a good person, I'm going to heaven. I said, no, just because you're good, that doesn't get you to heaven. I said, you have to accept Jesus into your heart, you know, and, and let him be the Lord of your life. I said, because if you don't, that's, you're not, you know, you're not getting, you're not getting there. You got to accept him. That's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. You've got to accept him into your heart and, and, uh, you know, and, and it's like I've had several conversations with, with a lot of people that think just because they're, because they're good people, they're getting to heaven, and, and, and they're not, you know, because, because they haven't accepted Christ. And, you know, um, he says we have to accept him, and, and it, it goes right along with, you know, with what Eric was doing with the kids this morning. You know, we have to accept Jesus, you know, because he was broken for us. You know, he, he gave his life for us, you know. And, um, you know, so, so I just challenge everybody um, in this upcoming year just to let God have fun in your life. Just let him have fun and just, and just listen to the little things that he says because, because the little things that he says, he'll give you more and more and more and more and more. So um, is that, uh, I don't know who, who all is on a prayer team. So whoever wants to come up here can. Um, I'm just going to close this out, and if anybody's got something they want to share from, from the prayer team, they can. Um, but I'm just going to pray us out. So, cool? Lord, we just, I just thank you for, for this time. I thank you for, for um, every person that's sitting in this building. God, I pray, I pray Lord Jesus, that you, would just, that you would just pour out your spirit upon them. I pray that you would, that you would let your Holy Spirit just, just minister to every every person in their, in their lives. Father, I pray that you would let them be the light and let them shine wherever they go, God. And I pray that you would just be the head of our, our hearts and, and be the head of our houses. And we just, we just want you to come with breakthrough this year. We want your Holy Spirit just to break out over us uh, every day. And, and we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.